0: To me, but I want to see how how these new receivers thought it. I mean, think about this. I know 2020 has been weird and it feels like it's been like a decade already, but uh the Antonio Brown stuff was just a year ago. Like it really has only been a year <laughs> since Antonio Brown sort of blew up and, and went away. Um, so that that's what I'm keeping an eye on. Uh on the Carolina side, look, I I don't think there's any surprises coming there, right? You mentioned McCaffrey, I think DJ Moore is gonna have a really good year. Um, there's there's nothing that I, I think is going to really surprise, unless, you know, Robbie Anderson somehow steps in and has a huge year there in Carolina. I don't, I don't know if there's anything to that's really gonna blow you away. Jimmy
1: went on that five-game- I'm, streak. Gonna, say,
0: I'm gonna actually My say one thing that's impressive that breathless. you somehow
2: every quarter, every single time we've said it, like you somehow bring it back to Jimmy Garoppolo and the NFC West. That's, that is impressive. That is that pretty is, impressive. You somehow managed to bring
1: everything oh, back. It's a- Brady can't even hold the candle to his uh, former backup Jimmy, by the way, I didn't bring him up there. But. Uh, they
0: didn't sign anybody. I thought. Maybe Devonte Freeman would get a look there in, in Philadelphia. That didn't happen, and then a few weeks ago, Pearson says, "Look, Miles Sanders is our guy."
2: NFL footballs tomorrow. Let's fucking go. Oh, let's
1: go. Yeah. Okay. Don't say oh, Odell okay. got, likes getting shit on wait <laughs> are you gonna do that one? Oh, that's right no, we've already we've already exhausted that no, this
2: is the sequel this
1: is the sequel it's not
2: every no, no everybody, too,
1: everybody like every sports network has discussed that pat got no, everybody, yeah, it. Everybody's, everybody's got it's not even like an underrated thing anymore like i don't want to discuss that dude that just grosses me out like immensely well i actually thought that was kind of hard we won't do it that's okay Let's yeah <laughs> right, well, let's, let's put that and put that at the start of the episode
3: all right guys welcome to the more podcast here i'm Aaron. this is with buzz and Lemeter today i've just taken over the intro because hopefully buzz can't cut anything out and he has to go with this so
2: how are you I'll guys doing? This, i'll keep this one in i'm, I'm doing good Aaron. I, I like this i like it. we're switching it up you you're you know you're doing my job this time i, I like that i appreciate that
1: thank you uh, aaron is um, a good good person to do the intros he has solid intros in my opinion thank you okay. i really appreciate that I went to intro school for
3: two years, got an undergrad degree. Oh, fuck. I fucked oh, it up. I didn't mean to say you, it. Fuck. I fucked it
2: up. No, no, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. Try it again.
3: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. You know, you know, I, I, I got I, yeah, I to- Interview. Intro Kamladi. school.
2: Intro, intro school. Yeah. Yeah. Start, start off like that. I
3: graduated summa cum laude from intro school. You know, I'm not the brag or anything. You know, four year degree. Were you a
2: valedictorian at your intro school?
3: Yeah, I was actually.
2: That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, I don't know how I can talk to that, to be honest. I feel like you might be taking over from now on. But, uh, you know, know what I got that you can't do. Let's get it right into it. You and Lemeter. We've been doing this every week now. Highlights of the week. limiter's favorite, you know, we talked about the Phoenix Suns girl. Lemaitre's just, honestly, his, his favorite segment of, of the week. Lemaitre, you, you want to start off? What are some uh, highlights
1: that you got? The Indian Premier League starts in a... No, just kidding. Now, actually, that is a highlight, but that's for next week. We're going to save it. Uh, this you week's wrote, highlight... Yeah, Shout out
2: to IPL. I just beat you to it.
1: IPL, thank you. Uh, this week's <laughs> highlight is I drafted all my fantasy teams, and they're looking mighty good.
2: Dude, that's, that's um, right. actually that's <laughs> perfect you know might be some foreshadowing to something later in the episode maybe some sort of interview i don't know oh no, uh, yeah stay yeah. tuned <laughs> all oh, right Army, did an go interview? Ahead. wait did no, you guys yeah, the without me again oh no that's kind of fucked up first i, first thought, you, I, got, you,
1: then, I thought you were there
2: wait no no you were there no, you were there nah.
1: No, you oh, guys are no, like,
2: meter, no, no. Yeah. I remember we were saying. Fuck I guess you just have him. to
1: wait and find out if Aaron was there. All right, next. No,
2: no. I think Go. that's when we were saying, "Fuck Aaron." We don't want him ever. You know, we like he's so <laughs> shit. Uh... <laughs> 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 All right, anyways,
1: my highlight, anyways, yeah.
3: Is so far the four game series. The oh, oh, it doesn't work. Anyways, so the A's have taken three out of the four games so far against the Houston Trash
2: Stros. So oh. I just want that to be known. And I am a low-key, go. low-key
1: on the low Astros
2: fan because, you know. Well, you're a oh low Astros fan? Did you say that? No, like,
1: it? they're my – I don't hate them as much as other people do. They're my least favorite team. What? But like Just because, you know, my – are you Or Aaron, next, next, next week's okay, interview. Okay, I, let's I, let's I, let's next week's interview,
2: Lemire's link is going to be like, you know, oh, oops, Lemire. I think I might have went to your spam folder. I don't know that works. I don't even know if it's a spam folder, but I don't know. I guess it didn't – you know. Sprint just didn't – that's all. What can I say? Yeah, Aaron, go ahead. <laughs> so there was a doubleheader yesterday. Yesterday's first
3: doubleheader because obviously uh, Daniel Megan, the A's pitcher, came down with coronavirus. By the way, I'm pretty sure he's an anti-mask guy. That's besides the point. He's not one of our main pitchers. Yeah, I can't And presence. But of yeah. course, the re- the reason there is a doubleheader is because earlier the Astros uh, and the A's decided to uh not play. I think this is after the shooting of Jacob Blake. Jacob Blake, you know, yeah. that was a victim yeah. of police brutality. Which, by the way, is the only classy thing the Astros have ever done in their entire since 2017. Just want to throw that out there. So yeah. And the A's have taken three out of the four games so far, and I guarantee a victory tomorrow night. I'm guaranteeing it right
2: now. This
1: is a Charles Borkley guarantee. Comes Please, out. Do a... Please do not sue us. Please do not sue us if he's wrong.
3: Uh, this is an um, Aaron Johnson I mean,
2: guarantee right here on the record. Aaron
3: Johnson guarantee. I mean, this episode will probably like, be out before game five happens. But, you know, yeah, as if the A's can take four out of the five, we I think we'll be six games above the Astros in, in our division, which is which would be amazing because then, cause then we'd have a huge bump on them. And then, obviously, if the Giants can just lose to the Mariners – um, then they'd have a harder chance, but, you know, but that's probably not going to happen since, you know, the Giants are really hot right now. The, you know, but,
2: the, the, the sky. Not
1: happening. Not happening. Hey, hey. All right, that's yeah. definitely gonna yeah. cut, yeah. <laughs> cut out. That's definitely cut out. You know, that's
2: kind of ruining my mood. I'm actually in a really fucking good mood. It just, you know, I've been saying this for a while now. I mean, can you stop dancing? You, you're fucking things up for me. I've been saying this for a while that it just doesn't feel like football. You know, preseason has always been, you know, it's the foreplay reading, you know, leading up to the NFL season. And right now it just feels like, you know, three knuckles deep. And I just wasn't really into that. You know, the you know, he's, he's, he knows a little bit of what I'm talking about. But um, I just wasn't into it. And now it's finally, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it. And it's like, holy shit, tomorrow football, you know, tomorrow there's going to be football, Thursday night football. uh, You know, Chiefs, Texans, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. There's enough said, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just really fucking excited. Football's back, baby! Really let's fucking, go! Football's back. You got you know. I've,
1: I've been how I've been hyping up the entire house for the past couple days. So, dude, I'm
2: the I'm absolutely. like actually like literally with this week. I don't care about this week. It's just literally been Thursday, Thursday and Sunday, and then Monday are the only you know no, only actually, Monday
1: night's like my least favorite football. No, but there's
2: two Monday nights. The first week there's always two Monday nights, so it's it's a little bit better.
1: I guess hopefully.
2: Giant Steelers, you know, you got get excited for Giant Steelers. But, oh, right?
1: yeah, I got a couple of players from those matchups playing. Of course you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, he does have
1: everyone. He
2: does have everyone. do foreshadowing to, a, you know, may, maybe another interview. It's fantasy
1: or, or, football, you know. All right, anyways. We'll,
2: we'll, okay, you just gave it away. But, yeah, fantasy football. Um, and, I mean, let's just – I mean, we talk about our highlights of the week. NFL season is back. And just, you know, talk about the NFL season. I don't know why I keep doing this. Marcus Grant, NFL fantasy writer. Check Here we out go. this interview. All right. Hey, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Mouth Podcast. As always, my name is Boaz, and I'm joined by Lameter and Aaron. Today, we're joined by Marcus Grant, Senior Fantasy Editor for uh, NFL Network. Did I get that right? Did I get all your titles?
0: Uh, I thought you had a bunch sure. of them. Here's the thing. I, I don't even know, honestly, what my title is. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a fantasy dude for the NFL. So uh, you guys made me sound great. So thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah.
2: No oh, I, w- I went on the NFL, uh, the NFL, you know, website and I was trying to look at that. I was like, damn, you got a bunch of titles, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know which one it is. I, I just, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm,
2: I'm the fantasy guy. That's it. All right. We'll cut this part out. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're the c- senior <laughs> the VP fantasy editor. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy guru, I don't know, whatever whatever name you want.
0: (laughs) Whatever sounds good.
2: Well, I mean, let's, I mean, we got to put your knowledge to the test, right? Let's go, I mean, what we're going to look into is that usually around the start of the new season, we kind of like to go around and look at every game from each week and kind of give our predictions on, um, you know, who's going to win or who's going to lose. But this year here, and you know, you're the fantasy football expert. Uh, we thought we could put a fantasy spin on it, and maybe we'll look at the, we'll look at each matchup, and maybe we can do some. Uh, you can talk about some highlights of what you think is going to happen. Maybe highlight I don't know, there's something with the stadium, or maybe a team does particularly better against some sort of scheme. I don't know. You're the expert. Here. But any I like be,
1: player to look out for? Stuff yeah, like ex-
2: exactly. Yeah. Sure. So sure, sure, sure. I, I thought it would be you know best start off right tomorrow. Today's uh NFL Eve, right? Tomorrow is the uh, first game. Uh, Kansas City versus Houston. So do you have anything that you're really looking out for? And at the end maybe give what what do you who do you think is gonna win?
0: Yeah, I mean look, I, I think the biggest thing here is I want to see Clyde Everett right? Uh, it's his first game. You're talking about, you know, one of the more talented running backs that was in the draft class. He goes and, and now gets himself a starting gig in what is the best offense in the national football league, um, especially with their, uh, with Damian Williams opting out because of COVID. So now it, it is pretty much CEH's job. So I'm very curious to see him slide in there. This is a guy that in, in fantasy drafts was going in the middle of the first round. So we want to see him sort of pay that thing off. I do think on the field this this has the potential to be a high scoring game. I mean, let's remember, last year in the playoffs, uh, Houston jumped out to a twenty four nothing lead and then they got yes. rolled. They got they got game, yeah. the rest of the way by the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, I don't expect that to happen again, but I do think this this has the potential to be a high scoring game. But in the end, I think I think Kansas City uh, takes it to them again. I think they ended up winning probably by a couple
3: touchdowns. Wait, so yeah, what no. do you think? Or, or what's the reason that people are taking Clyde Edwards-Hilaire so high in the drafts? Like, what about him is, like, making him the standout pick?
2: Aaron's like, a big – he's a big hater for Clyde. He's not, he's not a big hater. That, that's, that's
3: a strong word. Quote. <laughs> that's a strong word. See, hey, that's not true. I never said that. These guys are liars. I he's mean, a strong look,
2: dislike for Clyde.
0: I think, I think <laughs> when you talk about – you talk about the rookies that were coming out this year, right? I mean, the argument about who was the top rookie was somewhere between Jonathan Taylor and, and DeAndre Swift. But but Edward Teller? was probably right on their tails, right? I mean, he was sort of the consensus number three and, and not by a whole lot. Um, so you look at a guy who is effective running the football, who's an excellent pass catcher. And I always say that when it comes to fantasy, upside is a combination of age, talent, and opportunity, right? He's young, he's incredibly talented, and he's going to have a huge opportunity in a great offense. It's hard to not like what the potential for him is in Kansas City.
2: I mean, I I always like to go back to the story, right? We had Smitty on, and he loves to tell that too, where it's I mean, the rumor goes that um Andy Reid, right? He uh, they texted him and the GM, they texted uh, Patrick Mahomes, and you know, who do you want? Who do you who do you think we should take here to 32? And he was like Clyde. So I mean, if that's his guy, and I I mean, if it's the, I think right, Andy Reid's been on record saying that he's going to be the next Brian Westbrook, or he's going to have similar usage or something like that. I mean, this guy's hoping he
1: drops similar fantasy points because I have him in two of my leagues. We're just heavily invested in him, (laughs) yeah.
0: And here's the thing: here's the thing. When when Andy Reid has a running back he likes. Uh, he will give him a lot of work. Now, the last couple of years, I think he's struggled to find somebody he could feel comfortable with. But, I mean, you go back through his history. I mean, you mentioned Brian Westbrook. Uh, I mean, he was one. Uh, he had, you know, LaShawn McCoy for a year or two in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. He had Jamal Charles in Kansas City. You know, he had Kareem Hunt for a couple of years in Kansas City. When he finds that guy he likes, he will ride him. And I think CEH is sort of the next guy in that line.
2: All right. I mean, let's just go around. I think I'm I'm with you. I'm, I'm going to go with Kansas City. I think Kansas City is going to win this one. Lemeter, what are you going to win? I
1: I got Houston winning, you know. Why is that? You know, Why there's a that? weekly wow. upset. There's a weekly upset. I see Deshaun Watson going to be he's going to he's going to play well. Think David Johnson might be a sneaky good addition. Call Bill O'Brien. Any listen, <laughs> I'm, bitter about the, I'm, I'm bitter by the
2: I'm bitter by the Niners losing a Super Bowl, but like that's even crazy.
1: <laughs> and and <laughs> I have Deshaun Watson on my fantasy team, so you know we got to go. Okay, there. I got you. All right,
2: Aaron. that was like <laughs> a biased
3: <laughs> pick. I see. I, no, it, no, no, no bias. Uh, I,
1: I have uh no bias involved. Absolutely not.
2: All right, Aaron, give us a little bit of logic. Can you? Yeah, just just say Kansas City, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from everything I've seen, that I mean, I'm gonna have to go Kansas City. Because, you know, they were down 24-0 in the championship last year. I mean, not the championship, the divisional round. And they came back. I mean, and honestly, like, if they just don't get off on a bad start, they'll just be able to handle that team. So, yeah. And plus, now they're without DeAndre Hopkins, too. That's what I'm going with.
2: For sure, yeah. All right, so the next one, um, Sunday, Sunday 10 a.m., uh, the new Washington football team. I mean, it's not really new, but the new name, the Washington football team versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Who are you looking out for that game?
0: Um, uh, I am sort of looking out for Miles Sanders, and and this is a guy that I loved his talent. I wasn't sure coming into the season how much of an opportunity he would get, just because Doug Peterson is a guy who sort of has been platooning running backs, but Uh, They didn't sign anybody. I thought maybe Devontae Freeman would get a look there in in Philadelphia. That didn't happen. And then a few weeks ago, Peterson says, look, Miles Sanders is our guy. The only thing this week to sort of be concerned about is he's been dealing with what they're calling a lower body injury, which sounds sort of like what they say in hockey instead of like any other pro sport. Um, But, you know, I I expect that he's going to play. We'll see if he's limited. But, you know, the word is he's looked great in camp. And the way they want to use him, uh, if – Things go according to plan, Miles Sanders could end the season maybe in the top five in total touches in the NFL. And and like I said, because of his talent, I think he's got a potential to really be successful. And I think if he if he's healthy enough and gets a solid workload against Washington, I think he's gonna really pop this week because look uh, that Washington defense. They are they are trying to rebuild everything for the umpteenth time there in Washington and that defense <laughs> is going to have
2: Chase Young the is rebuilding great. everything. It's not just the team anymore, it's the, fr- just, the whole franchise. <laughs> it's The
0: whole franchise. No, for really from the ground. <laughs> up um chase young i think is, is excellent but he is just one guy and and i think that, that miles sanders is really going to i think he's going to have a pretty good game i think philly wins this one pretty easily because they are by far the more talented team from top to bottom and i, I think they, they take this one in a walk
2: i mean I, I couldn't agree more i think miles sanders has always been associated with like that kind of the disgusting order fantasy people like you don't want to hear that the running back by committee you hear <laughs> that and you're like oh man, i want to stay away from that i don't want anything to do with that but I mean, yeah, I think you're right that the fact of matter that they didn't sign anybody it kind of sounds like maybe you know he's still kind of a committee, but maybe he's going to be getting a little bit more shares and a little bit more um, carries than uh, he was last year. All right, so um, yeah, you said Eagles. I'm I'm going to stick with you. I'm going to yeah. Uh, I don't know how you're going to go. Let me. You're going to have to go with Washington because I'm I'm going I'm going with Philadelphia, dude.
1: I'm a big fan of the city of Philadelphia, so I'm going to agree with you and go with the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: All right. And
1: I mean this this one's like not that difficult. The
3: Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles are gonna win. Winning. It's
2: been, ever since Lemeter said Houston's winning, I'm just you know, I, I gotta ask. <laughs> I see. Okay, I mean, so next one is Dolphins versus Patriots. That one is kind of, you know, many years before it was kind of always a blowout, you're you know, it's gonna be the Patriots. But now it's a little bit different. Tom Brady's not there. Who are you looking out for?
0: Um, a couple guys. One, uh, I, I wanna see Cam Newton. Um I mean he's hey. uh, He's a guy that in fantasy, look, when, when he has been healthy, this is a guy who's a top three, you know, top five fantasy quarterback. I don't know if he's going to get back to that this year, but I still think, you know, Cam Newton can still be a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year in New England, especially if he goes back to running the football. So I want to see him in that role as the starter there in New England. So he's a guy I'm definitely keeping an eye on. I do want to see the dolphins a little bit, um, they're, they're just interesting to me because you know, nobody expected them to win a game at all last year. They won five, um, and they're still kind of putting some interesting things together. I think they've got two uh, kind of interesting wide receivers in Devontae Parker and Preston Williams. Um, I, I sort of am liking what they're trying to do in the backfield right now with Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. They just have a lot of really interesting parts. They're not, I, don't, I don't think they're a playoff team this year. I don't, I'm not going to get crazy like that. But I do think they're, they're going to be kind of fun to, to sort of watch because they don't really have a lot to lose. Why not just go out there and just sort of let it all hang out? They got Ryan Fitzpatrick who's going to stand back there and throw YOLO balls sure. all day. <laughs> um, it's going to be interesting. So those are sort of what I'm watching. I think this game is going to be fairly close. I think, I think the Patriots will win it. But it's not going to be like years past where you just knew, you know, like this hasn't been a rivalry. It's been hammer versus nail exactly, the last yeah. few years. It feels weird to say um, that it's
2: close. It, shouldn't, but, but it I, just doesn't feel – But
0: I do think it's going to – You know, I mean, look, the Patriots – or the, the, the Dolphins won that game last year in week 17, I think it was. That's true. Um, I don't but think the they Kansas win this City. one. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think they win this one. I think the Patriots win it. But, but it should be, I think, pretty interesting.
2: Dude, I, the one thing I see is that there's something eerily reminiscent between the uh, Dolphins team last year and the Niners in 2017, where it's kind of like they just couldn't, couldn't buy a win. And then at the end, the Niners had the infusion of Jimmy G. And I feel like the Dolphins, I don't know what really changed with them, but maybe just something clicked with Brian Flores. Maybe, uh, you know, the players bought it more. But there's something that clicked as well. So it's kind of like, what are they, are they going to build up on that um, in the next year? But I just I can't. I'm, I'm with you. And the Patriots are winning. I can't, cannot, Bill Belichick. You no, know, it's a much weaker roster than we're used to for the, for the Patriots. But, uh, you know, Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick.
1: All right, my turn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I want to say Patriots, but, you know, there's something sneaky about the Dolphins. No, the Dolphins were a good team. They beat the Patriots with Brady and, like, without Brady. You don't know what the Patriots' offense is going to look like. And Dolphins, they have had some time to, like, gel. And, you know, Fitzpatrick always has those insane four games a season where he just goes off, drops, like, 40 points on the other team. So, uh, you know, I I got a feeling
2: all right (laughs) you've got a feeling all right Aaron I mean
3: I think the Patriots are going to win but the Dolphins team I think the Dolphins are going to be good in a couple years because Brian Flores really inspired that team like what I saw like he got a lot out of that team that was supposed to tank and he managed to pull five wins out of that so that was a very good job I think he's the coach for the future for them but Marcus I have a question for you Um, what do you think of the fantasy outlook for Nikhil Harry you know he was a first-round pick last year and there was some hype about him he got injured but now I think he's the second or third string guy. So what do you, what do you see him doing this year, if
0: anything? Yeah, I'm sort of frustrated with that because I like Nikhil Harry. I liked him at Arizona State, and I and I really had high hopes for him. Um, last year was was sort of a lost season for him, and I was hoping that maybe things would turn around. But uh, the reports out of training camp weren't really that positive. And, and like you said, he's he's a little bit down on the depth chart, which is which is frustrating because they really need wide receiver help. I mean, they got Julian Edelman, and beyond that, eh, there's not really That's much to life. get excited about. So the fact that, that he hasn't really been able to, to kind of uh, make a, a splash there is sort of frustrating. I, I'm not totally ready to give up on him yet, but, you know, it's it's getting late real early out there in New England.
2: Yeah, I, I have a question, no, 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 too. For him. <laughs> yeah i have a question about um the patriots their running back situation has always kind of been weird like you know there's usually a general like rule with the fantasy community that you want to stay away from patriots running backs you know unless it's james white or someone like Dion lewis but this year is just kind of weird like is um who are you looking out for like who do you think is actually out of that backfield who would you want to get on your team would it be damon harris or sony michelle or somebody else
0: yeah, I, I I came up with the term for it a few years ago. I called it Bellatrix, like right? because you just never yeah. knew what, what they were going to do there. Although I will say the last couple of years, I think we've gotten a better handle on on the the uh, the Patriots' backfield situation. You sort of knew when it was a James White game. You could kind of figure out when Sony Michelle was going to get his. You also figured out Rex Burkhead. You know, we called the you know, Rex <laughs> in the, Rex in the flex uh, every <laughs> once in a while. Um, this year, look, James, you know, James White's going to have his role. He's going to be the pass catching back. Between Sonny Michelle and Damian Harris, I would much rather take the shot on Damian Harris. Uh, Sonny Michelle has just, the last couple of years, he's dealt with injuries. He's sort of underperformed. It, and it's interesting, right? Because the Patriots sort of had a choice between the two University of Georgia running backs at the time. They could have gone Nick Chubb. They could have gone Sonny Michelle. They went with Sonny Michelle. Nick Chubb so far has looked like the better guy over the last couple of years. Yeah, so it sort of makes me wonder. Um, but... But I, I think Damien Harris has a lot more upside. I know he's hurt right now, so he's going to miss a few games to start the season. But I think in terms of what he does as a pass catcher, I think in, in terms of his ability as a runner, uh, I, think, I just think he has a little bit more upside. And, and in drafts, he, he came at a pretty good price. So if, if you drafted him, Don't freak out. Just hold on to him, stash him for a little bit, wait for him to come. And I think once we get to, you know, probably October or mid-October, something like that, I think you're going to see him start to take over a little bit in that backfield. Uh, I would just rather take a shot on him. We've seen the Sony Michelle movie. We know how it ends. It's not that exciting. I think I'd rather try something else.
1: Look at me, man, making big moves and well, fantasy The mirror's excited, yeah. <laughs>
2: <Go>. <laughs> he doesn't like your picks. I guess he doesn't like your predictions of who's going to win, but he's he's right with you about this, you know, <laughs> who to draft. All right, let's move on to the next one. Packers and Vikings. See, that's kind of an interesting one. That's uh, probably the first game that we've had that s- seems a little bit competitive. You know, might be a toss-up between, you know, who we're going to choose. Do you – I mean, who are you looking at there?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I, I think – look, I'm sort of curious about – the Packers running backs Um, you know Aaron Jones had a huge year last year I don't expect him to repeat that I mean he had 1500 yards almost 1600 total yards 19 touchdowns that's really hard to duplicate especially because they went out and drafted AJ Dillon who sort of who sort of blew Twitter away when he showed up you know in camp wearing like (laughs) like with these like giant legs it looks like he stole them off an elephant or something like that Um, (laughs) made Saquon look small Seriously, <laughs> I mean, like, dude, the, that's a guy we call Saquads, and and AJ Dillon was like sort of putting him to shame there. Um, so I'm just curious to see how he slides into this offense because I think he could end up being sort of their goal line back in a lot of situations. So I, I'm really keeping an eye on that situation there. I do like Devontae Adams this year. I think I think I think he could end up as the number one receiver in fantasy football because I. Don't, regardless of what Aaron Rodgers says. Who else is he throwing to? Right, who yeah. else is he throwing to? He keeps talking about, you know, like Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Alan Lazard and, like, all these dudes. But, like, it really when, when things get hairy, he's going to throw to Devontae Adams. So that's what I'm keeping an eye out for. Um, I mean, the Vikings, they are they are kind of who they are, right? Adam Phelan's going to get a ton of targets. Dalvin Cook's going to get the ball a whole lot. Uh, I am interested to see what happens with Justin Jefferson, their rookie wide receiver, because I do think he could be really good this year. But I think it may take him a few games to sort of get going. But I do just want to watch and see how they use him. Uh, Meanwhile, on the field, I I think the Vikings will figure out a way to win this game. I think think it's going to be kind of an ugly game. I don't expect a ton of scoring in this one, uh, but I think the Vikings will pull it out.
2: Um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to st- stick with that. And as well as, I mean, they got Ngakwe now. I mean, I just like their defense. To be honest, I, I think I'm with you where I don't think it's going to be a really like offensive showcase. It's going to be which defense can lock up. And I just, I've, I have a lot more confidence in the Vikings defense than I would in the
1: Packers defense. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Let me two, or, uh, tell two, note, two, two things to note. First of all, I took I rolled the dice on Devontae Adams as well. There we go. And uh, <laughs> second thing, uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, I think he was interviewing with Pat McAfee this morning, and he said something interesting. He said the most impressive player to him during this camp has been Jamal Williams, guy i backed since like last year. So I, I was glad to hear that. But that, like Marcus said, that just like muds up their running back situation even more. You got Jamal Williams, who was a solid number two last year. I started him a couple games, played pretty well. Um, Aaron Jones, who went off last year, and A.J. Dillon. Yeah, so that muds it up. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. So I got them winning.
2: You just like going against us. I think that's what you – <laughs> <a> sh- <laughs> All right, Aaron, let's let's continue the trend. Tell us why the Vikings like, – <laughs> Well, but the first point I was going to bring up is that
3: Daniel Hunter just went on the IR, I think, today. So I think that that's going to be that's going to I don't think that's going to have a huge impact on the game but you know he's a guy that's probably one of the best defenders in the league but I feel like the Vikings overall are still pretty solid without him compared to the Packers defense but that makes it a little harder for me knowing that he's a leader in that defense and the impact that he has but I feel like still the Vikings have a way more like solid team all around so I'm still going to go with with the with the Vikings but yeah I mean the Packers I just don't understand how they were 13-3 last year I mean that roster does not look that good
1: but yeah, I, I just didn't winning. get the memo of the picks today. You guys like discussed <laughs>
2: <directly>. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, let's. I think this one we might be more consistent on. All right, Colts, Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, this is a team that I've seen a lot of, you know, ESPNs predicting them. I think mean, I've seen NFL Network to CBS. They're pretty much unanimously predicted as you know going to be a top three like worst teams in, in the NFL. Um, do you have any look out there? I mean, maybe not on the Jacksonville side, but maybe on the Colts at least. Well, I do, actually. Well, I'll, I'll start with the Colts side but uh, because I, I,
0: I want to watch Jonathan Taylor. Uh, you know, we talked about, about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and, and what he sort mm-hmm. of means for the, the Chiefs offense, but I, I do think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big role in the Colts offense. Um, I, I like I like it was towards like 50 touchdowns in three seasons at Wisconsin. I mean, he was a touchdown machine and just kind of a bruiser. And I know he's splitting time with Marlon Mack there in Indianapolis, but I do think he's going to get a whole lot of opportunity. I think he's going to, uh, I think, especially this first week, I can see the Colts sort of jumping out to a lead. Um, and then just kind of ground and pound in the second half, just run the football a lot. So I, I think you're going to see Jonathan Taylor kind of get showcased in a big way early in this season. So I I, I really want to watch him. I mean, I guess I sort of want to see how Philip Rivers performs with a new team, but um, you know, I mean, Phil's going to be Phil, right? He's going to stand back in the pocket. He's going to use that weird throwing motion. He's going to just you know launch the ball downfield a few times. Some of them will land you know with his team. Some of them will go to the wrong color jersey, and that's just who <laughs> Philip Rivers is. But you talk about the Jaguars. I mean, the one guy I really want to watch who I've been big on this whole off season is Laviska Chenault, the rookie from Colorado, who was, he was like a Swiss army knife for the Buffaloes. He, he I guess technically is a wide receiver, but they lined him up in the backfield. They gave him the football in so many different ways. And I want to see if the Jaguars are going to do that because it's obvious they're, they're trying to go with the youth movement, right? They are rebuilding. Sure. Um, I'm not going to use, the, I don't want to use the T word. You know, and people are saying they're, they're tanking. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they're doing that. I think they're just rebuilding, but um, you know, they got rid of Littert Fournette. They get rid of Yannick and Gakwe. They, they've got some young running backs there. They've got some young wide receivers. They, they're, they're, you know, for now they've handed the keys to Gardner Minshew. Um, but I just want to see if Chenault can, can sort of duplicate what he did at Colorado and kind of be that, that Jack of all trades uh, for, for the Jaguars this year. Oh, and by the way, that pick, I think, I think Indianapolis wins. I, I think it's, not, I don't think it's going to be close by the way.
2: Yeah. And that's, this is the one I'm like, I'm pretty confident. I think all four of us should be on the same page here. Yeah. Um. I mean, all right, let me, all right, we'll get to next. Yeah. I'm with you. I like LaVishka Chinoa a lot too. Like, I mean, in Colorado, I saw um, a bunch of Broncos fans on Twitter, like they were all pounding they they because they love that guy there, like um just the, the whole state of Colorado they they're like big on Vichy all. And then when he went to Jacksonville, I know a lot of them were disappointed. But yeah, he's I think he could be like a real you know a real big threat. And um I hate to say because I feel like now ever since Debo Samuel, you kind of see like these uh, everyone's like, oh he's a Debo Samuel type, you know they he they can run the ball and he can catch the ball, but like that's kind of what he is. Yeah, he's a physical wide receiver who I mean I think they can kind of like like you said like a Swiss Army knife. He can go anywhere on the field. He play running back receiver and um yeah i think down the line maybe in the dynasty league chanel could be good and maybe like later on if he get, gets a role in that offense he could be also good in fantasy in a redraft format. but um yeah and then i'm gonna go
1: indianapolis for sure all right Uh Uh, yeah i got indy winning as well and another note dude i got jonathan <laughs> taylor in three of my leagues so i'm Are you just, just gonna, gonna say
2: every player that <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no i'm just saying of the names he's highlighting i'm picking them all you know look NFL Network might as well just hire me right under Marcus, you know,
2: junior. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we invite him as a guest and you're going to steal his job? Like that's, that's no, I'm going to be no, he's <laughs> the senior editor.
1: I'm going to be the junior editor, okay, you know, and then we can you. work All in right. a tandem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Aaron.
3: I mean, I don't really have much to say about the game, but because I, I think the, the Colts are going to win, obviously. But I, I have a prediction in my very unprofessional opinion that I feel like some Jaguars fantasy players are going to be steals later on in the year. And I'm saying that because when my team started out 0-3 last year in our league that we did, I started picking up a bunch of random bench I'm not bench players, a bunch of random players from the free agent pool from the Dolphins that no one wanted. And then, you know, they would go out and get some points for me. So I feel like if, if it comes down to it, if there's a situation where, like, my, my starting receiver certain, I need to pick up the a, a second string wide receiver on the Jaguars just because, you know, he's going to get targets. I think that might be a move to do. Because those Dolphins players helped me a lot throughout the year. Just, uh, whoever the running back was, that one guy that got – I think he got arrested and then cut, oh, like, wow. within the middle I of the season. Mark I forget Walton. That guy's name.
2: Oh, Sorry, that guy, Mark, yeah. Mark yeah. Walton, yeah
3: yeah I had him on my team and I think he got 12 points a week and that was good enough to get me the W so I feel like some Jaguars might have some might have some steals Just if, if, you got, if you
0: got any kind of production out of a dolphin's running back consider yourself lucky Can, when you think when you think about the fact that their leading rusher last year was Ryan Fitzpatrick.
3: yeah <laughs> so that
0: was, um, I mean look Kalen Bellage was awful uh, by the end of the year we were sort of hoping and praying that Patrick Laird would get you something like <laughs> if you got any, if you
2: got anything out of dolphins
3: running backs, consider yourself lucky. Yeah, I had him the one week where he got over ten points.
2: So, <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, yeah, we're unanimously we're gonna we're gonna go with the Colts. Uh, next one, I don't know. This one could be you know, Lemire's big on this uh, other team. This is uh, Lions and Bears. Lemire's big. He's he doesn't like the Lions, but he's big in the Bears. But uh, Marcus, I want to hear your take. Do you have any guys on uh, Lions or Bears that you're interested in? Um, I mean, there's nothing
0: really out of the ordinary there. I think uh, I think Allen Robinson should have another good year. This is a dude. Look, if I if I had one wish, it would probably be to like, you know, I don't know, in in systemic racism or like, you know, something like that. But if I had a whole lot of wishes, <laughs> I would spend I would spend one of them on making sure that Allen Robinson could at least have a decent quarterback <laughs> at some point in his career. Um, I mean, literally, this, this dude went from this dude went from Blake Bortles to Mitch Trubisky, like
1: Mitch Trubisky is a good quarterback. That's oh yeah, see, that's what I was gonna he go with. It.
0: He's he's a uh, a good quarterback to do what.
1: Yeah, you know, like, before Matt Nagy came and ruined him, I, okay. I think Mitch Trubisky. Okay.
2: Ooh, yeah, man, that's, you're, you're, he's kind of, you're coming so up with I the care. hot takes, man. Um, <laughs> Lemaitre's our hot take guy. I I hear a this. hot
0: take guy. I, I do think Anthony Miller could have a really good season this year in Chicago. I think he's sort of under the radar there. So I, I kind of am looking forward to seeing how he performs there uh, on the Detroit side. I just, I just want to watch the running backs. I mean, DeAndre Swift, I think by the end of the year, will sort of take over that gig. But I think early on, we're going to see a pretty even split between him and Kerryon Johnson. Um, I think in fantasy, I've sort of stayed away from that backfield. It's like just, I don't know, something about it just gives me a weird feeling. I just I just don't have any confidence there. But, um, you know, I, I just want to watch and see how they get used, which guy is, is getting the, the key touches, especially down near the, the goal line. Um so I, I I really haven't, you know, planted a flag one way or another with that Lions backfield, but I, I am going to be watching them closely. Um, That's, yeah, oh, it's a weird it's team. I think the Bears win. I think, you know, I, this is going to be a low-scoring That's game. I think probably. I think, I think because there hasn't been preseason and teams are still sort of working themselves out, I think you're going to see a lot of bad offensive football. I would have thought that even in the best of seasons, this was going to be a low-scoring game. This one might be like a soccer score when it's all over.
2: <laughs> I believe – I think it's raining too there. So, I think, yeah, that's even – it will make it even worse, even sloppier. But I don't know. Maybe that will make the defense worse. Maybe, you know, someone will b- burst a run and maybe, so I don't know, that will do something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, the, the Lions backfield, I think – wasn't there like a stat? Like since Reggie Bush, that was like the last time that had a 1,000-yard rusher. It's just – it's weird. And the fact of the matter is that carry on Johnson, I was actually like really hyped on him like last year and so that. And then he got injured. And then this year they went on and got DeAndre Swift. And it kind of ruined it. Like I, I didn't think I didn't think so low on the carry on Johnson. And I was like, I don't even really like when I see him in draft boards, like I, I kind of will stay away from both of those guys just because I'm not really sure. Like, like you said, which way they're going to go with. But um, I'm going to switch, you know, I've been kind of going with you consistently on our, on our pick prediction. I'm it up. I'm going with the Lions. I might, you know, they've. I've already told them like they' I'm a Matt Patricia guy. I actually got some belief in Matt Patricia, and I just. I think their defense is kind of turning around. And I mean, I feel like this could be the year, especially with Matt Stafford being healthy. I think it, you know they have a chance of winning. All right, the
1: well, you said I was a big Bears guy. I, I never said that guy. on record. I I'm a big Mitch Trubisky guy, not a Bears okay, you're guy. Mitch Trubisky, a Trubisky right. guy. But anyways, uh, I don't. I,
2: I want to make it. you sound a little bit better. You, you know, the Mitch Trubisky guy is just it's like what? Just
1: there, you gotta like support the underdogs, man. Come on, you gotta do what you gotta do. And if if you hit on one of them, you're you're a genius. So you got you gotta do what you gotta do. But anyways, I I don't see the Bears winning because not because of Matt Patricia, which. I don't know where he got that from, but uh, he writes his ATV I'm, I'm around. I like his
2: posture. He checks people's postures, and you know, he's in a he's a cool guy to root for.
1: I'm Matt Stafford, I'm one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the league, and I got actually. Kenny Galladay in my fantasy team. But that that's that's not actually that's actually not factoring into this decision. Do you, do you have a player but,
2: from every matchup? Do you, like? How did you do that? It,
1: it? does help that I, I drafted four teams, <laughs> right? So. Okay, but Matt Matt Stafford just might take the ship home.
2: All right, Aaron.
3: I'm actually very surprised at how this has turned out because I,
1: I thought I was going to be alone here,
3: but I, I, the Lions were good before Matt Stafford went down. They were competing with the Chiefs. They were three and three. And honestly, like that team, that team, they they got better. They added Jeff Okuda. They added DeAndre Swift, two rookies that people are pretty hyped about. you know, I, I'm again, I don't like Matt Patricia as a coach, unlike Boaz.
2: But I don't know how you can hate him again. I mean, <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I mean, I mean, he's, he was under Belichick for a while, so you know, he, he might pull something out. But yeah, I think the Lions is gonna be my upset for this week, because that team was good before Matt Safford went down. So yeah, that's, that's my reasoning. I mean, obviously, the Bears are, uh, I think they're a good team, but I think they need to put Nick Foles in there, because you know, he was the best quarterback in that 2017 Philadelphia Eagles team. That, that That's a hot take for another day. But yeah, I, I have the uh, Detroit Lions uh, coming on top of this one.
2: All right. Um, let's go. I mean, we we've been you know we've been talking about kind of breaking down each one. I feel like the next two games are a little bit more like blah. I'm not as interested in them. Uh, Raiders Panthers. I'm just gonna go quickly. Um, I I'm gonna go with Panthers. I, I I don't know. I just I'm not all in on the Raiders just yet. And to be honest, um, I was really shitting on 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 um, Cliff Kingsbury last year. And in the college, you know, college co- uh, coaches, you know, kind of uh, proved me wrong. So I'm you know I'm gonna buy into the Matt Rule. Uh, sweeps or whatever buy into Matt Rule. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's there. I mean, I, I don't know how you can go against Christian McCaffrey. Lemeter loves him. Uh, DJ Moore, and I, I, I mean, I'm not that low on um, Teddy Tugeloves. You know, I, I think he can still be a starting caliber quarterback. Uh, I, I think he can be a
0: starting caliber quarterback. He's not a guy that in fantasy, I think you're gonna, you're gonna sure, invest yeah, in a whole lot it. just because just he's that's just not the kind of guy he is. Um, this. I don't really know which way to go on this one. I think I'm going to lean toward the Raiders, but I don't look, I don't feel really strongly about it. Um, I want to watch their passing game. They, they went out and they knew they needed help at receiver. So they went out and drafted Henry Ruggs. They got Brian Edwards. Uh, they drafted Lynn Bowden, who they weirdly traded Trated, for yeah. less. I mean, they, they drafted him in the third round and then they traded him and a sixth round pick and got a fourth round pick back. Like I don't, I literally read that. Tweet from like Ian Rappaport like three times and like am I missing that must be something? a mistake right? I like, <laughs> that's got to be What's wrong? Um, so I you know that that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I want to see how how these new receivers it. I mean, think about this. I know twenty twenty has been weird and it feels like it's been like a decade already, but uh, the Antonio Brown stuff was just a year ago. Like yeah. <laughs> it's only been a year <laughs> since Antonio Brown sort of blew up and, and went away. Um, so that that's one I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, on the Carolina side, look, I, I don't think there's any surprises coming there, right? You mentioned McCaffrey. I think DJ Moore is sure. going to have a really good year. Um, there's there's nothing that I, I think is going to really surprise, unless you know Robbie Anderson somehow steps in and has a huge year there in Carolina. I don't I don't know if there's anything that's really going to blow you away. So, like I said, I'm I'm taking the Raiders in this one, uh, but I don't feel really strongly about it. You could. You know, I think if you worked hard enough, you could probably talk me off the ledge and over to the Panther side. But yeah, this this is where I am right
2: now. All right, Lemeter, you got you, you got to help us out, man. We're kind of a stalemate here.
1: I'm a Raiders guy because you know, even man. though Marcus Mariota is not starting, oh my god, uh, <laughs> I'm a big Hunter Renfro guy. He's like six points guaranteed, <laughs> six to eight points if you want six to eight points from receiver. Take Mark uh, Hunter Renfro. He, you know, he might even go up to 10 this year consistently, like every week, week in, week out, you're getting six to eight points, which, which is actually not a bad floor. Uh, so shout out to Hunter Renfro. Uh, apart from that, they got like solid young receivers who I don't think Derek Carr will throw to. Like you got He'll Henry Ruggs on that? a go-route and, and Derek Carr's looking to like hit Josh Jacobs on a two-yard flat. But, you know, apart from that, I think Josh Jacobs, a beast. And, you know, Panthers – even though McCaffrey will carry them, DJ Moore will do well, but I—the Raiders are a sneaky good team. Their defense not bad, so I'm gonna go the Las Vegas Raiders.
2: That still feels weird to say. All right, Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta help. You gotta well, help us I out. Mean,
1: I mean, you, you got to help me out? I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm not
3: helping you out. I'm—I got the Raiders winning this one because I think oh, I just got rid of everyone. I got rid of everyone except like McCaffrey. But I mean, you know, I, you know, I mean, you and Lameter know how much it pains me to say this, but, you know, I think the Raiders are going to take that one. But I mean, I, I have a question for you, Marcus. So, you know, they they feel like Henry Ruggs is not going to be a good player. And I'm a little indifferent. I don't really know that much about the whole situation. But how are you feeling uh, his production is going to be from a fantasy standpoint this year?
0: I mean, I think you guys sort of touched on it. I don't think he's a bad player. I think it's a weird fit. Um, just because he is, he is that guy who, who is, he's a lid lifter. He'll take the top off a defense, but you have a quarterback who traditionally has not thrown the football deep and it's not like they haven't had speed guys, right? I mean, they had Amari Cooper there and and they still really didn't push the ball down the field. Um, so that, that is sort of the weird thing to me. Now, I think if you're looking sort of long-term at this, uh, maybe you, you just kind of, you go patiently because, but there's a very good chance that Derek Carr might not be the Raiders quarterback for too many more years. I mean, they, they seem to just not want to commit to him in any real way. Uh, I mean, even the fact that they, but I, I don't think Marcus Mariota is the guy to take over the job. I mean, I think Mariota is basically <laughs> Derek, Derek Carr with more speed. Um, so like, I don't, I don't see that. being say Nathan
2: Peterman. I think what you're saying is Nathan Peterman, right? If I uh, <laughs> that
0: is that is not what I'm saying. Um, but I do I do think they end up getting somebody in the draft in the next year or two. Um, you know I don't I don't I don't think they're going to luck up into Trevor Lawrence, but I think they go get somebody in the draft to, to kind of be the understudy there to Derek Carr. So maybe that helps what Rugg's future is. But right now, uh, with the quarterback being who he is, it's just it's just a weird fit to me.
2: Yeah. All right. So let's get into a more interesting matchup. Browns Ravens, I feel like, you know, the Browns were such a hyped up team last year. They were like the 2019, everybody loved that team. Ravens are a team that, you know, down the line, I think everyone started to like, as you know, if you like Lamar, you got to love the, uh, you got to love the Ravens. You know, what are you looking out for that team? That's going to be a high scoring game.
0: Uh, I think so. Um, I just want to see what Kevin Stefanski is going to do with the Browns offense. Um, You know, like every year, it seems like every year, every couple of years they're rebuilding again. And they're like, Hey, this is finally the time. This is the one that finally sticks. Um, I I think this is the one that finally sticks. I I think this is uh, the time that they finally get it figured out. I think for fantasy, like a lot of people were were big on Baker Mayfield. Um, I mean, I had some doubts, but I didn't think he would, would flop the way he did last year. Uh, I think that maybe we were a year too early and that Baker sort of comes back into our lives in a big way. There's so many weapons there, man. I mean, between Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, they have two decent tight ends and Austin Hooper and David Njoku. Uh, there's just so many places for him to go with the football. They beefed up that offensive line. They went out and got Jack Conklin. They drafted Jedrick Wills. I mean, in, in terms of of help around Mayfield, there are no excuses. So it really is about – the play calling and and how Stefanski can kind of get all these pieces to work. So I I think there's reason to be optimistic. So I'm keeping an eye on that. Uh, I mean, in Baltimore, I just want to see Lamar be Lamar again, man. I mean, he's just, he's just fun to watch. I think that's, that's kind of the biggest thing there Uh, in terms of personnel. I just, I want to see how JK Dobbins fits in. I think, I still think he's maybe a year away. I still think this is Mark Ingram's job and Dobbins time starts to come next year. Um, but I just, I just want to see how they work him in, whether or not he ends up with a bigger workload than, than maybe I expect. Uh, but I do think the Ravens win this one. I think, I think they're, yeah, I think the the division's going to come down to the Ravens and the Steelers. And so I think the Ravens get off to a one or no start.
2: Yeah, no, I'm going to go with you with the Ravens, but, um, I, yeah, I, you know, lameter has been bragging about his fantasy team. I'm a little bit into the JK Dobbins, you know, I, I got a few shares in that. And I'm, I mean, I think what you're hoping for, best case scenario, is this maybe like an Alvin Kamara rookie year type situation where Mark Ingram maybe starts off getting, um, you know, getting the carries uh, most of the time, and then at one point it becomes more or less of a split. And then I think you know, right in year two is when Alvin Kamara really kind of took over, and he was the number one guy there, which I think is you're probably gonna write. That's probably how it's gonna go, and J.K. Dalmonds will be, you know, next year's guy. But um, I'm still, I'm still hoping that maybe he'll have some production. You know, and <laughs> that's just me saying it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think just overall the Ravens it just felt weird that like, you know, you expect it. So like, you're like, oh man, this team's going to be so good in the playoffs. They had the best record in the NFL. Like everyone expected them to go really far. I mean, no one really thought the Titans would beat the Patriots and then go on and beat the Ravens as well. Yeah. I just think, I feel like they're going to come back. And I feel like Lamar has also learned from his, uh, you know, he's been knocked out of the playoffs in the first round twice. Now I feel like, you know, that's, that's a little bit, um, it's a learning experience. Um, I feel like he'll just come in more, feeling more like a veteran rather than, you know, a young quarterback. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I, I like the Ravens team. Yeah. Are the uh,
1: Again, you know, I traded JK Dobbins at a high price before the season even started. So, meter, okay, but, so who do you not have? <laughs> who do you not have, man? I, I think I checked every box, every team, it, except maybe <laughs> so, so far. Yeah. No, actually, I drafted Antonio and Gibson this morning. So, you know, I got everybody. But, but I have the Browns winning. I, I, Lamar is really fun to watch. I know you guys are saying, I, I Hey, I'd rank him as a top five quarterback in the league. You don't, not I'm not a hater. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, but you know, Lamar's really fun to watch. I have to give him that, but you know, I just have a feeling that there's that one team that disappoints you every year. And this year it might just be the Ravens. You know, they've added so many players. See, that every defense. year. I didn't That's say that true. last year. I didn't actually say no, that. No, no,
3: but 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 you can vouch for this. Remember when he said yeah, the Ravens weren't going to
1: make a playoffs last year? Yeah, he said, said really that. Gonna make play- uh, like, yeah, yeah, I, I might go. have. I might have. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, you know, uh, I got the Browns winning right. next.
2: <laughs> and, and let's see. Yeah, let's continue. We like we messed up the trend one time where it was like I was the one who was wrong and like the three of you guys picked against me. Let's just, let's bring it back, Aaron. Like, come on, just, just say the Ravens for us.
3: I mean, I mean, I think the Ravens are going to win. I mean, the Browns—they have a lot of potential. I mean, every year that it like the past—not every year, past couple years—it's been it's be like, oh, the Browns, you know, puts them together. People were picking them to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, people were picking. I saw Nate Burleson pick uh, Baker Mayfield to be the NFL MVP. That was his prediction. Ooh. Which I mean, obviously that that, that didn't come true. At, not even close. But I mean, this year, if they, if Kevin Stefanski is just a decent head coach, I feel like the Browns can finally make the playoffs and. That's all they need, but I, they're definitely not better than the Ravens. And you guys were talking about J.K. Dobbins. I actually think, that because of J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram is going to become undervalued, and I still think he's going to be a heavy part of that offense. So that's why I have Mark Ingram on my fantasy team. So that's what I'm hoping for. And I picked him in the uh, like fourth round, fourth fifth round. I think it was fifth. But yeah, so I feel like he's he's still going to have a good fantasy year before J.K. Dobbins can really take off. But yeah, I have the Ravens coming coming on top in Week One against the Browns because I f- did did the Ravens go 2-0 oh against them last year. I don't
1: remember. I know they beat them. I, I believe. believe they, no, it I was 1-1. So. They split it. I, oh, I think yeah, the because they, they shot in, like that one crazy yeah. game,
2: I think, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Where everyone was um, okay. like, well, the Browns are back. No, they're not. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, let's yeah, let's finish, finish off.
2: Splitting. We're, you know, just a few more games left. Uh, I feel like this game – I mean, to be honest, when I look at this on paper, I feel like this should be the Sunday Night Football game. Like this, like, I, I'm way more excited for this game. So you know Drew Brees versus you know Tom Brady, Tampa Bay versus Drew Orleans. both of them like washed. It, I
1: mean, no, just kidding. That was a joke. wow, dude. That was, dude, a, joke. That 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 was sucks. a joke. Only one of them's <laughs> washed. I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna let you guys guess. Okay, Hold what idea, are they? <laughs> okay.
2: All right, Marcus. Yeah, who are you looking out for that game? I mean I just want to see the, the Bucks
0: offense man I mean it's just it's it's retooled right I mean they they go they get Tom Brady they they get Leonard Fournette just uh, about a week or so ago uh Ronald Jones supposedly is in you know, hashtag BSOHL best shape of his life um <laughs> you know I, I yeah the the one thing now um Mike Evans apparently has a soft tissue injury so yeah. uh we'll see whether or not he's going to play you know keep an eye on that coming into the game but there's just so much. There's so much unknown about this. I mean, Gronk is there, right? Like, is this gonna
2: be they have three tight ends time, that honestly could start? It's it's yeah, crazy. Right. Yeah,
0: between Gronk, OJ Howard, and, and Cameron Bright, all three of those guys could start in different places. See, yeah. um, and the last time we saw Gronk, I mean, let's just be honest. He, he looked like a shell of himself right he was sort of he was sort of beat up the injuries had kind of taken their toll um you know he took a gap year he went he found himself he he like you know was on the masked singer he was like hanging out on cruise ships and (laughs) stuff like that so like maybe he's refreshed and rejuvenated I, I don't know but I just sort of want to watch how all these pieces fit together and how all this works and whether or not Tom Brady really is washed right I mean. I know he's been great for a long time, but Father Time comes for us all, except for Frank Gore. Frank Gore is going to live forever. Um but But I just I just want to see right like if 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 Tom Brady still has it. I mean, dude just turned 43 uh, about a month ago. Um, so I just I just want to see what what's up with him. Uh, I mean, on New Orleans, we know who they are, right? I mean, Drew Brees is going to sling the ball to Michael Thomas. They're going to give the ball to Alvin Kamara. Um, You know, and then their peripheral pieces. Emmanuel Sanders will make plays. Jerry Cook will make plays, so on and so forth. But but the Saints are pretty straightforward unit. We sort of know how that one's going to go. I still think they win this one. I still think I still think they're the best team in the division. I know everybody is is picking the Bucks. They're kind of the new hotness. They're the trendy team. But I still think, man, like the road, at least in the NFC South, the, the road still runs through New Orleans. You got to get through the Saints, and I, and I don't think Tom's going to get it done this time.
2: Who <laughs> and has got that. <laughs>
1: And have got the
2: Saints. Well uh No, I, I was gonna say I appreciate I appreciate the Frank Gore comments, you know, really, really pandering to the you know, Niners fan. Um, but yeah, no, I know I'm I'm with you that I think like this is a I mean this is a big matchup. I think these two teams will be at the top of the NFC South. But um, I'm still, you know, I can't go against uh, New Orleans. It feels like to me, Tampa Bay kind of feels like Cleveland the last year to some extent. where, like, on paper, like, this seems amazing. Like, I'm looking at these names and I'm like, holy crap, this looks like a Madden team. Like, if I, if I try to make a team and just trade for all the best players, this would be the team that I would try to, like try to build. But then something about it, I just maybe the, uh, something, it's more like a gut feeling. Maybe it's with the coronavirus, you know, how they have the, the shorter trading camp also could be that um I know i made jokes before they you know they got Gronk from Fox what are, are they going to bring Michael Strahan into is he going is he going to be playing ZN now for them too it's just i don't know i don't know how yeah i, I agree with you i don't know how, how good Gronk is going to be and um i think especially since it's just week 1 i think um you know Tampa Bay has got to be they got to figure something out you know i don't think they're going to be that amazing right at the gate maybe towards the end you know t- towards the end of the season by december maybe this is a completely different story we're talking about how t- Tampa Bay is so much better than New Orleans but for week one, I, I mean, I'm with you. I got to go New Orleans. All right, Elemeter.
1: This one's a hard one to pick. I'm not high on either team, but, you know, Saints are a good team. Oh, my God. So I'll give it to the Saints.
2: Are we all going to agree again? All right, Aaron. This would be weird if you were the oh. Saints. That would oh, be worse, weird I you dropped to the see most
3: underrated in. receiver of all time I accidentally. I accidentally dropped my Marcus Colston jersey. Most <laughs> underrated receiver of all time. How did that happen? Maybe. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I, I have the Saints coming on top in this one and no bias here, but I just think the New Orleans Saints, you know, they they have a very solid team. Obviously, they can't beat the Vikings in the playoffs. We know that. But I mean, they're they're an incredibly solid team. And I feel like what, what Boa said, like the Buccaneers are just coming together and there's not really that much training camp. We don't know how Gronk's going to do. Really? Because he was really, really beat up in his last year at the Patriots. But I mean, I mean, hey, you know, they honestly could put it together by the end of the year. Honestly, once they get a couple of games into their belt together, I think that team's going to be scary. But just coming in straight week one, I think they're going to be a little rusty still. But I, it scares me because I don't want to see Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. I don't think any of us do unless, Marcus, you're a Patriots fan. <laughs> I am not. I just not. don't know that. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, it's scary because it, if that team gets clicking, they're dangerous. But I, I have the Saints coming on coming on top, at least for week one.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was the second time that we actually, you know, we're all in agreement. But um, let's finish it off. Last game we're going to look at, this is the real Sunday Night Football game, or at least on paper, what's the Sunday Night Football game? Um, Rams, Cowboys. Um, These are two teams that, I mean, last year are kind of very, they were very hyped up. And I feel like both teams kind of really underperformed. Um, You know, we're going to get to see the new uh, SoFi Stadium. We saw that in Hard Knocks, you know, see it finally in action. And I think the one big thing that actually, Marcus, I want to hear your take on is the Rams running back situation. Cause it's the moment Gurley left. It's very weird. Like, I mean, everyone, you know, Cam makers is really, I feel like the, he's the number one guy that people are taking in fantasy football drafts, but there's something that kind of, there's this feeling in me that's kind of saying like, I feel like maybe Sean McVay isn't being as you know straightforward with us and maybe Cam makers isn't the guy, but I, I, I know I want to hear what your uh, take on that is. I think
0: long-term he is the guy, but, you know, even that I think is going to be questionable. The the, the reason I stayed away from, <clears throat> excuse me, from the Rams' backfield in drafts is just. Uh, Sean McVay has name checked like every running back that ever played for the Rams exactly. franchise man like I mean he you talk about Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Kelly and, or, or Malcolm Brown and John Kelly and Gaston Green and Eric Dickerson and Zach Stacy. I mean you can just keep going on and on and on he just kept mentioning all these guys and that was enough to sort of scare me off of this thing the other part of that is look the Rams last year they ran the ball a lot in the red zone, but that's because they had Todd Gurley who was a touchdown machine. Now that they're going mm-hmm. with the committee, I think they back off of that. So I think they're going to start throwing the ball when they get down close to the goal line. So that's that's another reason to be concerned. Their offensive line still has some question marks on it. I mean, Andrew Whitworth is kind of the elder statesman, but I mean, look, he, he has not been playing the best over the last couple of years. They've got a lot of question marks there. There's just a lot of reasons to sort of be worried about the Rams running game. Um, like running a committee and ha- and not knowing who's going to be out there is it's great for real football because it makes you hard to defend it's
2: terrible Worth, for
0: fantasy because yeah. we want clarity we want to know who's going to get the ball and win And so uh, I have just generally stayed away from the Rams running backs this year uh, on paper I think this could be a fun game potentially because I, I expect both these teams to throw the football around a lot um, you know the Rams with with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Tyler Higbee, um, you know they're they are fun when their when their passing game is clicking. On the other side, you know Dak's got Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and C. D. Lamb. I like Blake Jarwin. So there are a lot of offensive stars in this game. Uh, so in that respect, it could be fun. I think the Cowboys are going to win. I think I think the Cowboys. I hate to say this because I'm not a Cowboys fan, but they're a really <laughs> good team. They're a really good team this year. And so I think they're going to come in and they're going to win. Um, you know, I'm sort of sad there won't be fans there. I don't live terribly far from SoFi Stadium, but uh, obviously there's not going to be any fans there. Um, you know, the other part of it is that there's a really good Jamaican restaurant right across the street from the stadium that I like to go to. So there's, so that's a plus. Uh, but I do think the Cowboys end up winning, What what in theory should be a pretty entertaining game.
2: That this matchup was a kind of the worst, like four Niners fan, you know, you got the Cowboys. You don't really want to root for them. The Rams, you don't really want to root for them. And I I hate to say it, but I think you're right. There's something about the Cowboys and this totally could be like an on paper thing where they just look like they just, the Cowboys have always been, you know, it's like, Oh, Dak never has a receiver. And they got Amari Cooper and, you know, uh, Michael Gallup showed up. And now they got CD lamb and it's like, Holy shit. I mean, they got three good receivers now. And the defense has never been, you know, later Van der Esch, and I mean, they have a bunch of guys on there. Even with the loss of Byron Jones, I still think they're you know, they're going to be pretty good. And I yeah, I hate to say, but I think Cowboys will take this one.
1: Okay. All right, uh, No worries, I can barely... I got um, the Rams. I want to say it's hard because they're a division rival, but you know, it's the Rams and they Sean McVay will second best young coach in the league after Kyle Shanahan, but <laughs> I think they'll figure it out. And uh, yeah. Cam Akers, i did not buy any shares of that by the way and uh, this is the first I, time I we tyler dropped Higbee, the player and you I haven't did, said you have <laughs> i didn't get tyler higby mentioned him and fun fact i did not draft so, a single cowboys player throughout
3: so,
2: okay <laughs> interesting tidbit all right and <laughs> finish us off here man um,
3: all right well i mean both of these teams are in similar situations seems to have immense talent throughout the whole roster but just really just did not make the playoffs last year so i think this is going to be an interesting matchup to look at but i feel like this one could go either way but my gut you know meter likes to go with his gut a lot i'm gonna go with my gut i'm gonna go with the dallas cowboys there's really no reason in particular but because both these teams have a ton of talent but i feel like the cowboys are going to take this one it's, that's just how i feel about it so yeah
2: yeah, I'm with you. I feel like the Cowboys are a good team in fantasy. They're they're a team that I feel like, especially Dak Prescott. I wouldn't say that I, I would rank him like as a top like five quarterback, but he's definitely probably like a top five fantasy quarterback, just with all the options he's got. Oh, okay. Yeah, overall, oh, yeah. that's. I,
0: I think he's gonna be. I, I've I've got him preseason as my, my QB three. I think I think he's gonna be that good exactly, at, yeah. least, at least fantasy
3: wise this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he's like five thousand. Hundred yards also. I mean, How many guys are he, he, was like, the, he
0: was the he was he was the quarterback too last year. I mean, you know, behind Lamar. Jack- he was yeah, you know, ways behind Lamar Jackson because everybody was a ways behind Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he was the quarterback too last wow. year. Like-
2: That's crazy because you yeah. don't. Yeah, you don't really think about that. And but um, yeah, this matchup, I feel like. Um, maybe this, it's two teams that are not as I mean, I, they're exciting but I feel like I don't know I'm still you know I, I still think it should have been Buccaneers Saints just because that feels like a more exciting like just you know actual football game but as a, from the fantasy standpoint whoa, whoa, whoa. two crazy offenses like these are two offenses that like I mean if you're a fantasy football owner you want players from either one of these teams they're, they're gonna be good
3: but yeah I just wanna um, say shout out to shout out to Baby Got Dak that's my fantasy team anyway so
2: to <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dropping all kinds of weird <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, no, but thank you so much, Marcus, for coming on. And uh, hopefully, you know, you've enlightened our viewers, our listeners, and us. Honestly, you know, lemeter has got every one of his all fifty of his teams. He's got figured yeah, out you, now who he wants to start. You guys, you guys didn't need me here, man. I mean, Lemeter seems to have all the guys I talked about. <laughs> I mean, to, yeah. To be quite honest, now I think we, we we've got our fantasy. We got our fantasy expert, now. and and it sounds like he's coming for your job too. So you uh, you know NFL Network <laughs> might be. I will be They're, ready. I'll, I'll be I'll be ready to defend the throne. If, if, if they're, ever, yeah, there they're ever in the market for a new uh, fantasy expert. I mean, you, you I know, know who I to will. call. I know where <laughs> to exactly. 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 Yeah, but no, thank you so much for che- um, just coming on. Um, we'll make sure, you know, please, everyone, check out you know, NFL Network. Check out Marcus. You know, you can go to NFL.com, read, read his column, stuff like that. Um, I'll make sure, you know, I'll put the links down just so people make it easy to check it out. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I hey, appreciate it, guys. Thank uh, you. Enjoy right. the season i do i can't wait yeah. i got i got even. all the it's picks suggested
1: getting... so you know i'm gonna enjoy the season <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah with 50 leagues i mean the, the chances are that you you I mean you should you should at least i might have get my one first one, dub man. in
1: five years so let's go <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> all, right. all
2: right you know we, we had our tradition we started off with you know um highlights of the week. And now we've kind of the last couple weeks we've been doing our uh, picks of quarterbacks for, you know, each direction on the compass, right? And we started off with uh, the West. Then we went to the North and, you know, logically speaking, it would go to the East, but uh, you know, we're, we're not going to be like that. You know, we're not logical. We're going to go to the South,
1: South, East, West, west, but we're going West, South, West, North, Southeast.
2: That's what I'm saying. Logically speaking, it should be, yeah, you, you, you kind of just said what I said, but yeah, thank you for explaining that we're doing the South <laughs> NFC AFC South combining the list top 8 quarterbacks uh we're going to go 8 7 6 then 5 4 and then 3 2 1 just to build up the suspense and I feel like you know uh we had Lemeter go first one time Aaron first last time I kind of want to take a chance at I'm going to go first no I don't uh, want
1: you to go first uh, it's too bad
2: I'm going first I'm going with oh, wow. number first 8 balls on the table I did really put my balls on the table there number 8 Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy two gloves. I mean, oh, to be honest, that was a tough oh, dis- oh. decision, but I'm going to say this. I'm a Minshew guy. I'm a Minshew. I like the mustache. I like the jorts. And um, yeah, I, we were with Leo Luna a few weeks ago and he was talking about how I feel like Minshew is a little bit underrated. Like He's his stats. If you compare him to Kyler Murray, they're not that far apart, but it feels like Kyler Murray, you know, he gets talked about like, oh, you know, he's re- you know really good. He has potential. And I got a is the, you know, the opposite. It's like, oh, this guy's going to be benched for Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't this, know, ain't it, this ain't it chief. This ain't it chief. I mean, I, I don't know what I'm saying wrong. Well, what am I saying that's wrong so far? But uh, I'm saying Teddy at 8, Minshew at 7. I mean, th- that was a h- tough one, but I'm still going to go with Minshew at 7. And then the guy that Lomita is probably going to put at 8, Ryan Tannehill at uh, 6. All right, Aaron. All right. So Lomita's got some hot takes, All right. and he'll go last. Aaron, you, you right. can go second.
3: So- all right, number eight. I have Odo Beckham likes getting pooped on. Oh,
2: fuck.
1: Wait, no. I specifically request that moment not be brought up into this episode. Wait, Aaron,
2: what were you we talking about? Aaron, I, I think you cut out there for a second. Can you say that one more time? I think you were saying uh, Odo Beckham, number two wide receiver or something, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry, Lumina. I, I had to do that just once. Okay, anyways. Not well, now it all I makes sense why you want to go to the
2: Cleveland Browns. All right, sorry. Go ahead, Aaron.
3: Uh, all right, so. <laughs> At number eight, I have uh, Gardner. Oh, uh, actually, uh, Gardner Minshew at number eight. I have Minshew at number eight. But I just want to say, this is probably the best crap of quarterbacks that we've done so far because I'm looking at yeah, this definitely. list of eight. Like, I, there's not a guy that's not starting caliber in this whole list. I'm going to be honest with you. Minshew's but not got, starting
1: honestly, caliber. I think right, he's Minshew hater. He he well the, he well, the West was the best, in my opinion.
2: No, come on. because you No. Uh,
1: like, just because Jimmy, I they have three number one quarterbacks in that.
2: Yeah, but I'm saying, no, but I'm saying just overall the list is just, they're very close, yeah. you know, very close in the like, guys. The,
3: Usually, like, eight and seven, it's just guys I'm just like, ah, you know, but like, yeah. this, this one, it was just like, it was like tough. Anyways, yeah, Minchu's my number eight, you know, I think he's a solid quarterback. I think he has a little, he has stuff to prove before he can get into anything. Better, I think if, and it's going to be hard for him to prove anything with how the Jaguars are kind of trading all his pieces. That's yeah. I
2: The odds are against him. It fucking pissed me off, but yeah.
3: <laughs> and at number seven, this I have Ryan work, Tannehill. Yeah. No homo. I have Ryan Tannehill right. at number seven. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's a solid quarterback again. I mean, there's not much to say about him. You know, he hands the ball to Derrick Henry a lot. But with that being said, Jimmy G is the same thing. And I give whoa, Jimmy G praise Whoa, they're for that. not even on
1: the same hold on,
2: hold on. scale. Hold
1: on. hold on. Are you dealing saying
3: thoughts. the criticism and, He's saying uh, the criticism that's given it, to
2: for Ryan for Tannehill should yeah. be applied to, to Jimmy G.
3: Yeah. People say that about Jimmy G. And. Like, you know, Ryan Tannehill, he's a game manager, and he got them to the AFC Championships. So people shit on Ryan Tannehill. And I guess I am saying he's the seventh best quarterback in the South. But you know what? I stand by Ryan Tannehill because he's going to win games for the Titans team. I just think talent-wise these other quarterbacks are better. So I know it sounds like I'm shitting on him, but I do feel like Ryan Tannehill is a good, quarter, good fit for the Titans. Anyways, at number six, I have Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, two gloves. I mean, he stepped into that Saints team. They did not lose with him as a starting quarterback. Obviously, that team's extremely talented. But, you know, yeah. once again, he's a guy that played well. And he stepped up and he got wins. And honestly, for a quarterback, like the six and seven guys I think are actually solid starting quarterbacks, which is usually not the case when we do these lists. But yeah, I have Teddy. Right, so go. I got Minchio,
1: Ted Hill, Bridgewater.
2: I can't yeah, right. I can't I think we're gonna all have the same three in the bottom. I just you know, we're switching yeah. the order.
1: I got Tom Brady in here, but you know, just anyways. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, so number eight is Ryan Tannehill, obviously as you saw that coming. Uh, Marcus Mariota's better. They, should so benched. they should benched yeah, shouldn't have benched him. Actually, wait, wait, Let me, let me go with that
2: next one. The offensive coordinator, actually, for the Titans hates Marcus Mariota, so he actually made Thank sure you. to make call passing plays for Mariota. Wait, wait, stop
3: doing that. <laughs> bro, what was the Titans' record after they benched Mariota? I'm just curious. Do you know?
2: Wasn't it I don't seven know, but they actually, like I remember that? they beat the Patriots and, 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 and the Ravens. I just remember they beat the Patriots
3: That's and the Ravens. Oh, wasn't that team significantly better as soon as Mariota was benched? Oh no!
1: no. Okay, okay. They started relying on Derrick Henry as soon as Mario. Because was back.
2: offensive coordinator Derrick Henry just started theory. going up. Okay, Mariano. anyways,
1: let me continue. Right. <laughs> Ryan Tanner, one of the most overrated quarterbacks. I don't even know what he got comeback player of the year for last year. Stole the Dolphins, work from franchise to come back from. He wasn't even <laughs> injured. That yeah, was the offense. No. That's the worst. Yes, Should have been Jimmy. It should have been Jimmy. I
3: think
2: we can all agree with that. Jimmy but. came but, back from a worse wait, injury and played no, better. No, no, but I what's worse? Know wait, wait, wait. No, what's no, worse? Being out, injured next. or playing in the Dolphins? What's worse? What's worse? Being
1: injured. And Dolphins, are up. Dolphins
2: are going up soon. <laughs> he so. was on there when there was a down. He was on the uh, – so. That's true. They went to the That's playoffs
1: true. with Matt Moore when Tannehill was, was injured. So don't That's even That's when they had Adam started. Gase,
2: you know, the, the best head coach of all time. Anyways, next,
1: at seven, I got Minchu. Minshew's a solid quarterback. Where's the George? Rocks the George. He's just – Mustache? Not that good. Oh, yeah. Mustache. Minshew mania. Just, he's not the best, I'd say. And number eight, number six... I I don't know how
2: you can say Kyler Murray. Like, if you can say Kyler Murray has upset, he's going to be good. Why can't... Why why gotta shit on Minshew like that, man?
1: Okay, Kyler Murray has tools. He has physical tools that are better than Minshew Minshew does, too. He... Are we seriously comparing Minshew's arm and uh, Kyler's arm? Are we comparing their athleticism? No, I'm not comparing them.
2: I'm just comparing them that they could be similar level – I mean, I think they could be both successful quarterbacks. I feel like they're just not talking about I, – I, I,
1: That's why I put him over Tannehill. Successful. Anyways, um, number six, I got Tom Brady. No, just kidding. Uh, number six, I got Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. He came in, rattled some wins off for the Saints, you know, went undefeated. So he's a good quarterback. I'll give Teddy that. Great resurgence. that's he should actually be in the conversation for comeback player sometime in the past, you know, because he actually came I mean, back from an injury.
2: That was like three years ago. I don't know. Can you can you do that? <laughs> I don't
1: know. But I mean, I, I guess anything flies right at the. Yeah, anything better flies than, right. Anything. Yeah, if they let Tana get it will get anything flies. Well, Anyways. no, I see where they left
2: it. I mean, Tannehill was in, the, like, the football, like, the football equivalent of, like, hell. That's what that's the scene that he was on. It he doesn't
1: matter. Injured. He wasn't injured. Anyways, all right, next, Boaz, go six. Does come comeback six.
2: player have to be injured, or is it just
1: saying coming back from, it's, like, it doesn't really,
2: doesn't it? says he has to come back from something, just adversity, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be injury. It's just kind of recently all right. to come. Before you know. they
1: gave it to injured players. I mean, this year's no, going to gonna be Big Ben. It's going to be Big Ben
2: this year. Let's, let's be honest here. Like, Big Ben is it's it's his, be his award to lose. No, it's Big Ben. Maybe, I don't can be
1: Newton. fans. Let's,
2: let's hear it. Number five and number four. I have um. You know, a, a guy. I actually. I, the five and four. I kind of toyed with for a little bit. I'm going Phillip Rivers at five. I mean, I don't think that's that crazy. I feel like most of us are going to be going with that. I think you know he's going to be a lot better than he was uh, last year. I don't, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Just yet. Like I'm not at the point where I'm going to be like you know Philip Rivers. Is, you know he's kind of done. He should just retire. I'm not at that point yet. And uh, number four is where it gets a little bit interesting. I think you know. Lemire already named this guy. He was. Lemire said he was going to be in his bottom three. Uh, Tom Brady. That's who I put him. Yeah. Ooh. I
1: think Ooh, there's just a lot boy. of talent.
2: I mean, there's just a lot of talent there, to be honest. like I'm not saying that Tom Brady's bad. I'm just saying, that, like, comparatively to the rest of the talent, he's my number five. I mean, I think Lemire's got him at five,
3: so, I mean, that's my prediction. <laughs>
2: Probably, yeah. <laughs> All,
3: All right, right so for me personally, you started off good, boys, because you know who I have at five? I have Phil Rivers at five. Let's go. You know, hecking gosh, I'm Philip Rivers. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I mean, I mean, the interception numbers were a little scary last year for Philip Rivers, but I feel yeah. like if he could put it together, you know, he's still a solid quarterback. You yeah. know, he's up towards the end of his career. He's solid a good team. QB, team. He's on a good team. It, yeah, he's a good team. I feel like this this next this next one's gonna get me a mask uh, specifically by Boaz. Deshaun Deshaun
2: remember DeSean. before I had
3: Deshaun Watson, I have Deshaun Watson, and this is not against Deshaun Watson because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I mean, but I had him at ten on my QB list, but I'm just saying these the other few guys I have above him are uh, I feel like Dude. are better at this point. But I mean, Deshaun Watson, man, he's a fantastic quarterback. He's going to add the run game. He has the run game to his team.
2: I, I mean, mean, Carson I Carson went to Deshaun Watson. There. You got something against him, and you just uh, don't like him. A I, just, I, mean,
3: noted. I mean, I mean, Carson Wentz is overrated, but Deshaun Watson, I think, is a very
2: good quarterback. <laughs> no, no, Carson Wentz, notably, a name not in your top fifteen quarterback right. list. Uh,
1: noted. <laughs> I have noted this. He put right. Carson Wentz below Dak. Can you believe that? Blast Dak is better. I take Dak any day over Carson
3: Wentz. <laughs> Dak <laughs> is better. I take Dak any day. Jack has Holy better stats. All right,
2: what about Jared Goff versus Carson Wentz? Can you at least, you know? Jared you Goff, any day of the week. Uh, I would take you, put, wait, you didn't put Jared Goff on your Carson. list. You put Carson yeah, Wentz I'm on your kidding. list. Yes. A there Carson you go. West yeah. Carson Wentz was number three. I'm, calling, list. List. I'm calling you out. I mean, I'm keeping you. Carson I'm keeping you in Carson Wentz was number
1: chart. three on my list. Was he? All right, let me uh, say Tom Brady at five. Do it. All right. Say uh, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady at five. Due to popular request, I got Philip Rivers.
3: Uh hey, right, look at us. Oh my god, why did you <laughs> have to ruin it? Like, oh man. <laughs> Phil did take a That's step true, back guess, last yeah.
1: year, but I think he might have a bounce back here to an extent. But you know, and he's not better than the, the A. Yeah. Maybe maybe better than my number four, but apart from that, no. Anyways, number I told four, them I, you guys I agree, guessed I it. You guys guessed it. It's Tom Brady. Uh he's washed. That's all I have to say. Next. Damn. <laughs> Oh, okay,
2: uh, all right. I mean, I, I don't know. How, I mean, I okay, now, I, let, I, me, I, let
1: me let me expand on that just before I get all the hate from the viewers. Uh, Tom Brady is a good quarterback, probably the greatest of all time, maybe behind Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. But, uh, okay, he's number one. Patrick so Mahomes, is, right? Bro. Patrick Mahomes? He's, no, no, get out. He's number, Tom Brady is <laughs> G- number one for G- me. Loppel's as the next much Patrick as, as like, I want to hate better it. Not Tom Brady number one. But, <laughs> but, but. He's just not the same. He's a shadow himself. Father time catches up, and you know, washed. Anyways, who is next? Jesus.
2: He does have another son that he can still kiss. He only kissed one, so you
1: know. <laughs> That's true. Um, if he can suck his next, life for
2: us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no. My my next guy I, I adds another five years to his career. My next guy, I, I I think he's become my like podcast favorite. Like, it's not even that. Like, I really, I, I mean, I like this quarterback, but it's kind of yeah. He's a he's a yeah my man Ryan. I mean, what else can I say? He's he's a. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah number, Matt number Ryan, three.
3: what can you say? Number three. Saying, number, yeah. three I, number three, I also have Matt Ryan. You know, he's a good quarterback. You know, what can I say? Right,
1: I did not see Deshaun Watson over Matt Ryan. Uh, well, Matt Ryan over Deshaun Watson, but, you know, go
2: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that, but, yeah, Aaron's not big on Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson.
3: What if I, I have not said that. I like Deshaun Watson. I think he's a fantastic quarterback.
2: I just like Matt Ryan more. Right. So, who's more eyed, in your opinion, Matt, Matt Ryan or Deshaun Watson?
3: I think Matt Ryan's more all right because you know, it's Matt Ryan. He's added, exactly, but I feel like, yeah. but I feel
2: like Deshaun Watson's a little bit over. Ah, uh, you know, like he's not just. I mean, he's all, right. all right, but you know, but he's not, not just. Ryan, you know, he's he's gonna throw
1: okay. a new game. Okay, I,
2: all right. I don't think we're gonna convince you. Let me do number three. guy. <laughs> all
1: right, number three. I got a former MVP, Matthew Ryan. Uh, great quarterback. He's, you know, he's mad at, he's Maddie Ice, Maddie Ice. He's yeah.
2: good, he's a good quarterback. Good
1: quarterback, yes, I have to say that. Yeah. All three of us yeah. had Maddie Ice at three. Nice. Let's
2: do, yeah, we had uh, Philip Rivers and Maddie Ice at consensus. At consensus. You know, yeah. even on the it's list, I think scripted. we all
1: had Mas- Maddie Ice on the same pick
2: no, 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 that really was Kyler, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray it. was the only one we had in the season. Oh, game. really? Uh, Which is weird because none yeah. of, like we didn't plan it. Like I thought that was gonna be a hot take, and like all of you, all of us put fucking Kyler Murray fourteen. I put Kyler Murray at fourteen. because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I
3: feel like
2: I feel like
3: you thought. I feel like I was
2: like, I feel like I was like, whenever I was brought up
3: Kyler Murray on the podcast, I was like in a negative tone. But I, I think he's, I think he has a very great
2: future. Yeah, tone. yeah, he is candid. I? I'm but, a big Kyler fan. I'm gonna bring him back. I, I like Kyler too. My number two guy Ooh, might be two. very controversial. Number two, yeah, speaking of Odell Beckham, my number two guy uh, really doesn't play, you know, has no correlation to Odell Beckham other than just a number. Um, Drew Brees, that was, how, Whoa. you know. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, in my top 15 quarterback list, Whoa. I had John Watson over him, and I'm going to stick with that. I just think I still, I would put, I don't is know, meters putting the camera very close. Like, is he fine? I mean, What's he's putting the, the deal he's putting here? the camera very close to very close to scale. Oh. It's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but you know what can i say i just think you know if you're going to talk about the best improvisers right now in the nfl i'm going to go with russell wilson patrick mahomes and then deshaun watson i mean deshaun watson i mean you got to credit him and i think this year he'll show you that with even without deandre hawkins i still think he'll i mean the Texans will be relatively successful i mean we're going to see that tomorrow that's an um, invalid yeah.
1: take man invalid i don't think so i disagree um, i invalidate your take anyways aaron what, what, what about okay well you, well, you said on your turn
2: i don't know well, meter likes saying hot takes and it's only like you know only he can do the hot takes he doesn't like it when i do it so it, yeah I, I get it yeah you know I'm like when, when you say hot name. take
3: yeah you mean say hot take you know gives you shit for it. when i say hot take gives me shit for it you know i feel like we're accepting <laughs> to his hot takes you know
2: we know we, we are, no, we we are you know we know it's, cause <laughs> it's like we're honest we're, we're kind of encroaching on his tur- on his turf he doesn't like that he's like no that's guy's true like, that's like true yeah, stop. <laughs> Everyone's got the rules, and like you know, we're we're exceeding ours. That's what I think. That's what yeah. It is. Thank it
3: is you. Yeah, Drew Brees number well, two. Uh, anyways, at number two, uh, you know, unlike you know, you said Sean Watson, one of the best improvisers. Well, I have one of the best quarterbacks. Um, I have Tom Brady at number two. <laughs> what? I mean, I mean, Lameda says
2: you know he's <laughs> Lameda, what are you excited about? Lameda he said knew said it he was going to be two or one. What are you? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: anyway,
1: Tom Brady okay. two. Father, I, I. Aaron, I'll let you.
3: I mean, I had him at 4 in my top 15 quarterbacks. I mean, you should have saw this coming You anyway, did. Yeah, I did. But, yeah.
2: To be honest, I thought he'd be one. I actually thought he was going to say one. So No, I, I, had over, I had breeze over Brady. Yeah, he had breeze he's at like, 2 on the quarterbacks. Cuz Tom Brady, I mean, he's a little wash. I think mean, he's a little wash. You know, he's
3: like, you know, you know, he's he's like the clothes of my local he's like the clothes at my local dry cleaner. He's low washed. But don't don't clip that. He's the number 2 quarterback and I stand by that because he's a guy who's going to come yeah. in. Uh damn it. Anyways, so he's going to come by and he's, he's, he's going to win games. Like in that Buccaneers team, that Buccaneers team is just infinitely better with him as a starting quarterback. I mean, I, I like people shit on game managers. And I think even if Tom Brady doesn't have the arm strength he once does, and Drew Brees doesn't have the arm strength as he once does, and he's still fucking completing all those passes. Lemire likes to call it slant routes, but you know, if it works, it works. And if you got a system, I don't – I don't mind system quarterbacks. Honestly, people are like, oh, he's just a system quarterback. Who gives a shit if he's winning games? Hey, dude, Aaron's working, dude.
2: Ryan Tannehill, Jimmy yeah. G. Yeah, you, you don't have to put up Patrick Mahomes numbers
3: to
1: be a good quarterback. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady and Drew Brees. I think, I think we know that, but yeah. All right, I just got to roast a couple people right now, so I'm ready. Uh, first of all, uh, what's his face? Uh, Drew Brees throws slants and curls. Please get that right next time. Uh, Wait, but, man, does Wait does, but does Michael Thomas run both? Wait,
2: but does Michael Thomas run both?
1: He does,
2: he does. Oh, so he's got a pretty good route tree. Uh, no, you don't only, he two, only has wait, one route. Matt
1: occasionally comebacks, apart from that he doesn't run. <laughs> anyways. Oh, like three, four know, routes, how how that's four more than times? that you were going to
2: say. Wait, wait, uh, uh, let me do four routes. That's four four times more than the routes that that you were going to say he runs. So.
1: Anyways, next. Uh, my turn. Uh, Aaron, you were saying something? I was going to say, uh,
3: boys, don't most quarterbacks, uh, aren't they able to throw slants and cross pretty
1: well? Most quarterbacks. Uh, no, next, yeah, yeah. next, next, <laughs> next, next. <laughs> Would, would yeah. All right, so first of all, Watson, to the point that people. Boaz has Deshaun Watson at one. Okay, first will say my number two. I got Deshaun Watson, great quarterback. See, this is the
2: Aaron thing <laughs> where it's, <like laughs> it's just one pick. He <laughs> did the same thing. You did the same thing you guys did to me with Lamar Jackson. Solid <laughs> quarterback,
1: Absolutely. You know he could. Yeah, but over I don't games. like. It. Okay, wait, wait, I don't like it.
2: I don't, I don't. like it on this end. I like it being on the meter end where you you're the one who like you like you're like oh my god I can't believe you put him so high and then you're like I just have him one pick <laughs> like. <laughs>
1: Anyways, so here's my reasoning why Deshaun Watson is not number one and why he'd be number four on the NFC West. First of all, wait, wait, Deshaun... Wait, wait, one
2: of the questions. wait, 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 that? that okay,
1: okay. Right, let me... Can, can I expand? Yeah, uh, sure. Deshaun Watson and Jimmy G almost had identical uh, stats last year. So, okay, first yeah, of all, I think it was more Jimmy than is... Was more than Jimmy, okay, okay, okay. Okay, game okay. okay I mean, wait, game manager, right? Game manager? That game manager... Would not have blown a twenty-four point lead to the Chiefs. You know, I'm Jimmy sure, gets was, shit blew, for blowing. gets no. Jimmy gets wait. shit for, for blowing a ten-point lead when his offensive line was piss poor. Deshaun Watson blew a. No, no. Jimmy point gets shit lead. for overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders. Let's okay. get it straight. Okay, let's, let's, let's wait, straight. wait, wait. Okay, Deshaun Watson was up twenty-four defense, nothing. Man. That's interesting. I, yeah, I don't know okay, he plays wait. defense. I don't know he plays both sides of the he
2: ball. He doesn't. He I mean, doesn't. He doesn't. I, know that. he doesn't. I don't. Okay. But I believe Jimmy people, G plays a little Mike linebacker. He
1: dabbles in a little Mike linebacker. Hold yeah. up. Oh, okay. Hold <laughs> up. People give Jimmy G shit for blowing a 10 point lead. They say he can't win the Super Bowl. What? did No, the that's Kyle Shanahan. Hey, he? hey, hey, hey. Go ahead. Listen. Hey, what did Deshaun Watson do? They were up 24-0. Where did his yeah. offense go after that?
2: I mean, the Titans did that, too. The Titans did that. The yeah. Chiefs just had crazy run. That's playoffs.
1: why Ryan Tannehill's number eight, all right? Number eight. You fed, you fed into him, boss. Yeah. To do but that's what's the, the to team. That's down. the whole team. <laughs> and, no, I'm going on Anz's <laughs> thing. That's the fucking no, team. No, 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 <laughs> Listen. Deshaun Watson was part of the team that blew a 24-point lead. Give him, okay. Judge him on the same scale as Jimmy. And Deshaun yes. Watson... It does not deserve to be number one. Tom Brady just washed Aaron. As to your point, he just washed. He's he he. I've thrown that I've thrown that cloth in the dryer or washer fifty times in the past five days. That's how washed he is. Anyways, uh, Jesus Christ. Over to you. And I, like, I
2: feel like I think I think has been ripping on us for a while. I feel like we should gang up right? like right now. I feel like we should just. I go feel like it. Hey as Aaron, as well. we
1: got the same number one. By the way, we got. We do have uh, the same number yeah, one. So we do.
2: Wait, you guys both put Taysom Hill?
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. I put Jameis. Oh, sick.
2: Number
3: one? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah i actually was gonna put tom savage i don't even know if he still plays for the texans but uh yeah tom savage does. number one uh first off i like his last name um tom is not a bad for a first name either you know you could say thomas also but i, I just Great. like Deshaun watson better Deshaun watson i already said it. he's better than i he's better than i he's a crazy improviser i mean there's just this plays he's gonna make that Jimmy's like I mean if you're gonna say we can compare Jimmy just because of stats, there's a whole lot of things that you know Jimmy's not gonna be able to make those plays. Jimmy's yeah, there's Jimmy. there's a whole lot of things that Jimmy can do that Deshaun
1: can't. So absolutely,
2: but I think that there's a I think there's more things that Deshaun can do that Jimmy can't. Jimmy's a lot no, more limited. That is
1: that invalid take. Anyways, continue. Well, I mean
2: everything I'm gonna say is I'm gonna say is an invalid take, but I'm gonna say I just think uh, Deshaun Watson's improvisational skills. I think Deshaun Watson's arm is fairly underrated as well. I would say Deshaun Watson's a very smart quarterback, too. You can see that, you know, he's, I mean, he's become a veteran presence on that team, and he's only, what, like, the third or fourth year? Like, I mean, he's, he's at a point there where, I mean, if you look back, it's crazy to me that you, I mean, I was watching, like, old, like, NFL, like, clips and stuff like that, and you see, like, uh, guys, like, interviewing stuff like that, and, like, this quarterback, if like you put him, like, you draft him in the first round, and you have him on the bench for, like, four or five years and stuff like that, just because you don't trust him yet. In fact, the matter of Deshaun Watson, in just that, that short of time, has become, you know, he's the captain of the team, he's the leader of that team, and he's taking it control, and, um, it's just, I still think that, um, I mean, this year's going to have, he might've had a down year last year, but I think this year he'll show off a lot of people that even without DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to make a lot of with Brandon Cooks, David Johnson, and uh, Will Fuller. Yeah. All
3: right. Well, I mean, I think Deshaun Watson is a fantastic quarterback. I mean, you know, but my number one, I have Breezes. Breezes Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, he might have better a better spin move than Deshaun Watson. Let's be real. I mean, Take, take a look at that spin move he had against the uh, the Falcons that one year. Fantastic. I'm just kidding. That that is not true. Not true at all. Uh, Deshaun Watson is definitely a better mobile quarterback than Breeze. But I feel like Breeze. I mean, his complete he has the all-time NFL completion percentage record. He's going to throw a complete passes. Of course, Lemire is going to say he only throws curls and slants. But actually, wait, no, he's not because Lemeter also has him at number one. Shout out to Lemeter. But I don't know what he's. Yeah, he's all over I mean, the place <laughs> this time. I don't know what he's going to. How's he going <laughs> to bury him out
2: of the hole after he just shat on Breeze and he's just, just bury him out?
3: I don't know that, but you know, Breeze. I mean. Ah, him and Brady, like, this is tough. Like, when I was making this list, when I was making the top 15 list, I'm like, fuck, dude, am I really going to put Brady and Breeze, like, this high on my list? Because, you know, I feel like they're on the decline. Aaron, you like I the mean, classics. But, like, I
2: can't is, blame you, Aaron. You just like the classics, you know what I mean? I mean, it's that, but it's also, like, I didn't. My criteria was,
3: like, what I was, like, game managers and, like, what have they done, like, recently? And Breeze had a really good season, and Brady, Brady I mean, I still think he's got something in the tank. I do, but obviously, he's not going to be as good as he was, but. I'm kind of judging it on what they've done in the past and like how good I think they're going to be this year. And that's kind of why I have Breeze and Brady in one one and two in my opinion. All right, Lemeter, take it away.
1: Yeah, I got got Breeze at number one as well. Great quarterback, absolutely insane, record-breaking quarterback, and he looks like he's still good. You know, right, sometimes. In- incoming he's comparison, great.
2: To incoming uh, comparison to Jimmy Garoppolo. Incoming comparison to Jimmy Garoppolo. Why Jimmy's better. Last year
1: he went toe to toe with Jimmy. Even though Jimmy did beat him, he did go toe to toe. beat him? that's an invalid I
2: actually That's an invalid take. I don't care if you
1: think it's invalid. In my head, it's valid. Buzz and, and inval- it off. Too. Um, I mean, I have the same take as him. I can't do yeah, really so this. Can. <laughs> Get out here. Take. Uh Deshaun Watson! <laughs> shout out to him. He's a great person. I really like Deshaun as a person and as a yeah. player. In fact, I drafted him in fantasy this year. He's got a,
2: oh, um, my God. Yeah. This <laughs> is going to be the new meme. Let me <laughs> <like>, just... <laughs> you know, can you guys, lim- who do you not have in fantasy? Who, do, who the fuck do you not have in fantasy?
1: The only quarterbacks I have throughout over my four leagues are Jimmy G, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and Deshaun Watson. Four quarterbacks.
2: So two good and, ones and two really yeah,
1: No, two good ones and two other good ones. Anyways, uh, Deshaun Walsh is a great player. I don't mean to hate on him, but, like, Boaz just overinflates his value too much. Oh, uh, he is. A top, 10 qu- top eight quarterback, I think, added. Yeah. Eight. He has potential to be number one. I'm not saying Breeze is
2: bad. I'm saying it's close. I'm just saying I, I would put Deshaun. Personally, I would put Deshaun over him. I'm no, I mean, it's...
1: No, maybe I'd, I'd even think of Deshaun over Breeze at this point of his career. But, you know, I feel like... I think the coming around. I feel, I like, around. I feel like I think the invalidating system,
2: I feel like the the, the, the stamped invalid, and I feel like he's washing it off like a little bit, you know. I was feeling myself at the start turns of the,
3: the ball episode. Over too much
1: <laughs> for him to be up really there, feel yourself the start of huh? the episode. I, said, I feel right. like
3: Deshaun turns the ball over too much. For him yeah, to be like, well,
1: a he's one a gun like Jimmy, like Brett. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do to make them plays. <laughs> it doesn't matter.
2: I feel like Jimmy and Brett Favre. I don't know if I. That's
1: a great comparison. No, my. When Jimmy went on that five, I, game LeMeter, I'm gonna streak, say I'm gonna actually say one thing that's impressive: that breathable. you
2: somehow every quarter, every single time we've said it, like you somehow bring it back to Jimmy Garoppolo and the NFC West. That's, that is impressive. That is that pretty is, impressive. You somehow managed to bring everything oh, back. It's Brady a,
1: can't even hold the candle to his f- uh, former backup Jimmy. By the way, I didn't bring him up there, but
2: yeah. I mean that's our quarterback list. Lemire is you know always feel slighted by Jimmy Garoppolo. Always gonna bring up Jimmy's a good quarterback. Uh,
1: you know I'm I mean, surprised like, I didn't I get, like, shit
2: on, you I get, get shit on. I usually get shit on Jimmy's list. That's true, and
1: you've missed this. I I had to take one for you, this, That's because this Cam this Newton and Ka- Carson Wentz weren't on this. But next week, you're in for oh. a roller coaster, my friend. Oh,
3: you guys, you guys are gonna hate <laughs> me
1: next week. I might be the limiter
3: of next episode, honestly, oh. like
2: take wise. <laughs> right, I mean, I'm, I I would not Do an explanation for how Cam is number one. But um, until you know, until that, we'll see. Let's you go. Guys. Peace. tomorrow. Let's fucking go. Oh, let's go.